friends, and welcome back to Um Like Anime, the podcast about anime to which you are currently listening to. Minasan, konnichiwa to. I'm just kidding, I can't translate that whole thing. We're like the NPR of anime, coming to you live, pre recorded. Tony, hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? I'm doing quite well. I'm also doing quite well. No, that's not true. I'm all right. <laughs> I was just reading the script, but I'm, all right, let's go off I'm, scripts. I'm, I'm fair to middling. Um, we are back middling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, with lots of excitement. It's an emphatic middling. And uh, yeah, we're... we're uh... Yeah, we were, we were sort of off last week. Um, people who are listening to the podcast, they got our awards show last week. Um, I should apologize for um, my attitude during that show and probably the previous week's show as well. But, you know, you might want to go several um, months. I'm not deep. going to, <laughs> but I should. That's all I'm saying. Mm. No, that's fun. You just had some playful, like passive aggressive thing with the <laughs> yes. audience. It, it became much less passive. <laughs> I sugarcoat. That's what I do. That's what they pay me to do. And that's what I'm here. It was doing. quite aggressive. My, my, my friend. Uh, who I, I guess, shouted out. I don't know. I haven't listened to the episodes back, so I don't remember. But uh, he said that was the most aggressive shout out I've ever received. Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, I remember that. I think that was during the awards. No, it was in the previous week. Oh, it was in the previous one. It was definitely the previous week. We recorded those the same night. Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, I remember editing it being like, oh, (laughs) this is going to be interesting. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and then slowly it became less and less passive aggressive and just aggressive and somewhat angry and th- sounding. That was know. the first episode we recorded that night, so it was pretty, you know, early. Right, right, yeah. So <laughs> early, no, that first on. that first episode, yeah, that probably was passive aggressive, but uh, oh, you mean carrying on into the yeah, but yeah, into the awards show, a little less passive, a little more aggressive. And, well, that's uh, yeah. How about that? Welcome back to Unlike Anime, the only passive aggressive anime podcast. <laughs> Tony and George. I don't know. Would people listen to that? I think so. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are, we are just people listening. You're them. listening. Yeah. Yeah. So you right there. Tell all your passive aggressive friends and those interested in such content to tune in. Yeah. Tell all your masochistic friends to tune in. Yeah. Because I will abuse you. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note. <laughs> um. So we've got a couple shows like, yeah, we, we basically, we, we had a week off. We had two weeks off, to be honest, sort of. Um, and uh, we fell a little behind and then we caught up on a few things. Uh, and we're going to cover all of that next week. But this week we've got a, a, a couple of things that we're just going to sort of throw in there as like things that we've been watching that we've been enjoying and are more interesting than the other things probably. And then we've got a movie that we just watched, and uh, and we're going to talk about that as well. Yeah, exclusive uh, stream that we acquired. Yeah, it it might be. I'm not sure how widely available it is at this point, but yeah, I don't think. I mean, here in the states. Yeah, probably not. So, um, yeah, we uh, were supposed to go to. I think I mentioned this in one of the two previous episodes. I don't remember which one, but we were supposed to go to the Animation Is Film Festival. Uh, but we couldn't, uh, but they sent us links for, you know, being able to view some of the films uh, from the festival online. And uh, yeah, we watched one of them tonight and yeah. we'll be talking about it a little later. That's right. 
I mean, they sent us links for a whole bunch of them, and we'll probably be talking about more of them. But uh, you know, yeah, this week yeah, we've got a couple one. of them, not yeah. the ones you know, the most anticipated ones. Right? Yeah, we didn't we didn't get uh, what's it? Pompo the cinephile. Pompo the cinephile and Bell. Bell, which is the biggest. Uh, you those know. were those are the two big ones that. Uh, yeah. We probably could if we tried, mm. but. And I've continued to hear, like, since Bell has been shown in in the U.S. now, like online. I've just heard so much praise for it, like, because you heard about the Cannes Film Festival. It has, it has like, the longest standing O uh, currently. Um, oh, really? Like, yeah. Like, what, I remember we covered this when we were doing news and stuff, but it was, like, a 17-minute or something like that. I, I kind of uh, Standing that. ovation. Yeah. It was just like, wow, that's interesting. I mean, you know, doesn't necessarily equate to a great movie, but says something, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, people online are just gushing about Bell, and I'm like, ah, I want to see it, and we missed it. But you know, that's mm. okay. We can wait. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm more excited about Pompo. <laughs> I'm curious about Pompo too. But I ha- it's interesting. I haven't heard much, um, you know, yay or nay about it. I haven't gone looking. But I just mean, as far as the buzz goes, it's not. It's not like as artistic as Bell. I assume, yeah, right? Yeah. It's, and, it, it's, and Bell is Hasoda. It's and fun it's and silly and. You know those things that you want in an anime film. I think I don't know. Yeah, no, it looks great. I yeah, I don't I don't say any of that to uh, besmirch uh, Pompo because um, they both look. Yeah, no, really I'm trying good. to just besmirch Bell is what I. Oh, okay, what I I'm see, doing. I see. Yeah, I, man, every time I see a Mamoru Hosoda film, I love. I I mean, I love everything I've ever seen that Hosoda has done. To be honest, so I love most of it, but every time although I, I see... haven't seen Boy and the Beast yet, so mm, you know yeah. maybe that's. Uh, mm. I wasn't a big fan, but yeah, that's what I hear. <laughs> I love most of his movies, but I'm always like, I'm always wanting him to knock it out of the park as just right. like a full like. There's always stuff with you know this act here or like this character choice. There's always I don't know. Mm. Um, there's he has really it's good movies, but he he's yet to like have like his magnum opus. I don't know. Um, and this is. Perhaps it. Perhaps, yeah. So Haven't I just, I'm rooting yet? for him. I'm rooting yeah. for him. I, I don't want to give it high expectations, but uh, I also want him to, to just kill it. So, yeah. I mean, me too. He's, uh, he's done good work up to this point. Everything that I've seen. Mm. Again, I haven't seen everything, but uh, I've seen quite a lot. And, yeah. I think uh, you've seen probably everything except <laughs> that. Is that one other? Mm. I don't remember what the other one was, but. Uh, Boy and the Beast, and, and, and there's one other that mm. I think, anyway, I don't know. Was The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. I love that. Summer Wars. Seen it. Wolf Children. Love it. And I think there is another, like, did he do that Mirai film? Was that him? I saw that as well. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember if I saw it. I don't remember if that's him, but I saw that, yeah. Um, That might be him, and there might be another one, but that's all I can think of. I'm thinking there's, yeah, another, like, older one. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, get in the comments. Let us oh, know. I think he did the the one the Digimon one of the Digimon movies. Oh, did he? Yeah, and yeah. well, from what I've heard, it I has like pretty much movie. the same like plot as Summer Wars. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because it's like in Summer Wars they have like those avatars and stuff, so that's like essentially like the Digimon, and I don't know. Well, I I know that my friend who I aggressively shouted out two weeks ago has seen every Digimon movie. So, oh, wow. So he'll probably let me know. Yeah. Did, which that's one, the case. Which one did Hasoda have, do? Yeah. Have you seen Summer Wars? Do you know, like, yeah. is it the same story? Maybe we should do that, like, for know. a future episode. We can watch both, like, back to back and, like, <laughs> just uh, riff on it. That could be a thing. Sure. Mm. 
All, All right. right. That's enough intro talk. Jinx. Yep. You owe me a Coke. Yeah, we'll get, let's get into these shows. I just want to say, you know, Tony feels bad for you, audience, that we're not delivering more talk on more shows this season for this week. But... But, I mean, lar- this week is largely my fault because I, I could have watched more shows than I did. Sure. I only watched one. But I chose to watch things like there's a new uh, remake of The 4400, which is a show that I loved from 2004. Yeah. Which is now being remade on The CW. And oh, wow. uh, it's actually pretty good. You know, if you were into the original one, you're not going to be disappointed by it um, mm. unless you're racist, probably. Um, because it sort of takes the... I'm going super off topic, but that's what happens on this show. Um, So in in 2004, we had the whole war on terror thing still going on, basically. Like it was still pretty fresh in the memory. And that was like the oppressing force that we saw in the original 4400, um, which is a a sci-fi show that I I like. Anyway. I never saw it, but I remember remember it. uh, And and this new take is, um, it's... It's still got sort of the anti-terrorism vibe a little bit, but it's much more background because it's so long ago. But it it's, uh, I mean, a lot of the characters have been replaced by black characters, and it seems to be taking sort of the Black Lives Matter um, idea and using that as the basis for the oppression. Um, we've got a lot of black characters who are like, oh, of course, you know, we got white cops oppressing black people, right? I don't know. Uh, it's an interesting take on it. Like large strokes, it's very much the same story. Um, in the in the more nitty gritty of it, it's it's a little different, but uh, but it doesn't bother me. I like it mm. actually. Yeah, nice. I quite like it. Uh, there's a new episode. Actually, the new episode is coming out tonight as we're recording this, and uh, I will watch it probably when I get home after recording this. Um. So anyway, yes. <laughs> All so that you've, to you've, say, you've been, I've yeah. been watching other things. <laughs> yes, I as well, I suppose. Um, a couple of them anime, but yeah. I, I don't know. It's like with the new shows, like I feel like at the beginning, it's like a lot to watch, mm. a lot to take in. And then as, as, you know, in the, as we get towards the middle, it's like, okay. So I don't know. I, I may just, depending on the week, I may just be like, like I did this week, just be like, this show I'm going to catch up on and like yeah. just soak it in. Uh, yeah, and then and other weeks, I'm sure I'll feel mo- more motivated to uh, to do that for a few. But I yeah, don't know. It's like I mean, you're you're further ahead on Aquatope than I am, mm, for example, by one episode. <laughs> sure, but you know, further ahead still. Yeah. But I still was like, I just want to let that one sit there for a yeah. while, and then I just want to like catch up on it. I want to do a whole bunch all at once, right? Yeah. So I think that's kind of what we're doing is we're gonna we're gonna be doing. And I like that periodic of the weekly things, right? I like that a lot more because sometimes for a show, I think it's easier to tell how the quality of it when you see like three or four episodes in a row versus just watching one a week. You know, it's like one a week and kind of be like, well, it's got this going. And but then just to watch a whole stretch of it, you're like, right, this, I don't know, it's kind of a true test (laughs) for me. Speaking of that effect. I watched Muv Love Alternative. Oh, okay. Because um, I was expecting I was going to be dropping this show. I think I said that in the last time that we did any coverage of it. I was, yeah. I'd, I'd watched two episodes at that point. And I was glad because I didn't want to add another show to my plate. And you liked it at first, and then you were like, I'm going to drop it. Yeah, the second episode, not so great. But 
um, yeah, but then, so this week I had the third, the fourth and the fifth to catch up on. Um, and I just, you know, sort of went through all of them and, uh, yeah, it's, it's not bad. Like the problems that I think we had with it at the beginning was that it was, it looked like bad animation basically. And that did exist in the first episode, but we haven't seen any more of the, the creatures that they're fighting. Okay. It's much more like a, a story, interpersonal stuff going on mm. uh, with the characters at this point. Um, I don't know. Like it, it, it reminds me of a lot of other shows that I've seen, like these sort of pseudo mecha things. This one is more mecha than those, I guess. But like, it reminds me of like Infinite Stratos, if anyone's seen that. Mm. Um, I don't know. And, it, and, and it's sort of isekai as well, because like he, our main character, he, um, I don't remember his name. I wish it was he. <laughs> it would be good, actually. <laughs> it would be super, super convenient if that were the so case. He-Man, uh, what yeah. was he up to? Um, so our main character in the first episode, we see sort of the end of a previous arc, I guess. And then the second episode, he sort of restarts he is essentially transported to an alternate version of reality, but in the past. And so he's got all those isekai things where like he knows everything and he has all these powers and stuff like that. And, you know, he uses those to affect, but the story sort of morphs over time because his knowledge of the future changes the future, obviously. And I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting to watch him rebuild these interpersonal relationships which i haven't seen him build in the first place because this is the third story in the in the thing right um i don't know it's it it's interesting enough and it's not super over the top mecha action bullshit that i don't like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> thus far thus far yeah has not i mean i imagine it's coming right i mean, I mean it's not like no I it's mean, not like it's gonna be a surprise when in 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 the fifth episode there was like a full-on mecha battle okay but it didn't bother me because it was short enough and mm. all of the setup for it was about character relationships which okay. is sort of the important thing anyway i i'm i'm liking it despite having not seen the previous two uh series or uh arcs or whatever mm. um, do those follow the same characters do you know or is it i think i think the main character because th they do these sort of flashback things that they i think they're expecting me to get the reference to things that i've seen or read previously um which i haven't seen or read previously but i i i see that expectation existing in these sort of pseudo flashback things, I guess that they are like, Oh yeah, this is a callback to this previous thing, which you've already seen, except I haven't. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What, but I mean, you're enjoying it. What was the despite question? Again? That, well, I was just wondering if these, all these series in the Muv love anime universe are like the same characters. Like if it's like an ongoing story or if each okay. season is like, yes, to, to, to answer that isolated. more, to answer that more correctly, it seems like, again, having not seen anything previous to this, uh, it seems like our main character is the same character throughout. He lived his life in uh, a sort of ordinary world, like our world, basically. Duran Duran, like, okay. 
with like video games and stuff like that. And then at some point he must have moved to a different reality. Uh, it seems like anyway, this is what happened. Um, he moved to a different reality where he was then, there were like these things attacking from outer space or whatever. Um, and he was sort of conscripted into military service and he met these other people. And in this iteration of it, the current iteration, which I'm watching, he already knows all of them. He knows all of their names and sort of everything about them from his previous lives, I guess. Um, yeah, it makes, it makes me want to go back and like, look at these, these previous <laughs> things that I haven't seen, but yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stick with it for now and evaluate it for what it is as a standalone, which it's kind of okay. Like it does do those callbacks and it seems to have that expectation that I'm aware of the story that happened previous to this. Yeah. But I am completely not aware of that. <sighs> and it does enough to clue me in to let me be okay with the the way the story is unfolding, I guess. I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's fairly well done, to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I'm curious to hear more later how it unfolds. I don't know. This seems like I, I mean I always yeah. get like concerned I mean, when I'm like five episodes in, so you know, there's yeah. not Which that is, much yet. Well, I mean it's you know nearly, it's a sizable nearly chunk. half a season, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. You're uh you're probably gonna finish it. I mean, it, you know, to get that far and still be like, eh. Maybe you know? it it could break at any point. Like I expect I expected to watch episode three and be like, nope, I'm done with this. Yeah. And I wasn't. And then I watched episode four and I'm like, all right, I'm still on board. And then episode five and I'm like, yep, I'm probably going to watch another episode after this too. So yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't broken yet. You know, that first part you described is where I'm at with platinum ends, but I haven't watched anymore. So I'm not mm. sure if it's going to, which way it's going to go, but um... <laughs> you're on that verge. Yeah. Yeah. And that's you. We were talking about this earlier before we started recording, but because I was telling Tony, I was like, the show I watched this week <laughs> that I caught up on mm. is one that I was is, is on my like you know top corner, right, right. or among 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 the two or three that yeah, I think will be really good. Sort of the opposite of what I did, which was like <laughs> the first show I'm going to start with is the one that I'm expecting. I'm going to watch an episode and drop it, and then I can move on to other things. <laughs> yeah, you started with the thing that you <laughs> is highest. On, yes, at the top. I was so. like, I don't want to waste any time. <laughs> so let's go for this. Um, but then you ended up uh, watching, you know, catching up. And I, yeah, yeah. And I, I did uh, that with Fena Pirate Princess last, uh, this last, end of last season. Right. Yeah. Once you start, you know, it's just, you, it, 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 it smooths it out to be able to watch a whole bunch at the same time. Yeah. Which is sort of like what we're talking about with like going forward. We're going to, you know, do blocks of. Mm. Yeah. Shows basically. Until the, you know, it's like the end, then it becomes like a, oh my God, there's, I gotta, there's these shows that I care about. Important I gotta watch a bunch. Happening. And then the new season's starting. So like, right. yeah, we, I feel like we get a little break. <laughs> so I talked about the show that I watched. What show did you watch? Yes. Uh, I watched a show called Ranking of Kings. And I had seen the first episode when we did our, uh, you know, our new season episodes. We had a couple there where we covering first episode. I think it was probably on the second one we did because um, yeah. it had a later start. Episode one, episode two of this season of our podcast were, yeah, mm. one of those two, I'm sure. Yeah. And that first episode, I, I, I liked. I liked it a lot. I gave it an eight out of 10. And I was like, I love everything about this. Like it's got this storybook feel. 
Um, it has an endearing main character, and it's just so like I don't know, fancy free. Like it's very light. It almost it reminds me of um, Iyashike, you know, where it has like that soothing feel to it. But in this mm. show, it's more uh, it's more the main character is like uh, just the spirit of him. Because uh, he seems like I, I've watched clips. And, okay, uh, he seems like a very chill dude and also very tiny. He's very tiny. Um, he's, I mean, that's the whole point. He's, he's, uh, he has all these things going against him. Like he's the, he's the, the king's first son, mm-hmm. but he's mute and deaf. Mm-hmm. And then he's like really tiny, he's small. Like he, his younger brother like towers over him. Um, he's like the size of an avocado from what I saw. He's, I mean, when he's a like kid, his, his father is like, yeah, holding him. Well, like his father's, his yeah, his father is. Oh, is gigantic. Yeah. Oh, okay. and like his suit was is super strong, and like oh. is like this legendary figure, and so he's there's definitely like this. Um, this is like this is a fantasy world for sure, and like there's so there's this scale of you know sizes, um, but like his his younger brother is not that huge, you know, <laughs> um, but he's still like t- you know is you know towers above uh, um, mm. Boji who's our our hero yeah um but anyway the the whole point is that he has all these things going against him no one thinks much of him even though there are certain people within the king's guard and the and the powers that be that uh, are in his in his corner Mm. and um but they all seem to love him like townsfolk and whatnot right mm, he gets a lot of ridicule actually like if you watch that first episode yeah it's like he's it's not mean-spirited but he's not taken seriously and like he's just kind of you know um there i guess i do remember that actually yeah i just saw something where he was like going through town and people were like shouting out hey prince how's it going and mm. but there were uh, the occasional people were like that's the prince eh, something mm, like yeah. that right yeah that sounds like maybe the trailer um just yeah, kind of like that's probably what i saw like juxtaposing uh, what's going on there. But w- when you watch the show, it's so like inviting. It's so, you just, uh, for me anyway, I became endeared to him like almost immediately. Like I, I saw the trailer, we both watched it at the same time. And, and so, you know, had an idea of what it might be about, but it just, it wrapped me up immediately. And I, during that first episode, he meets this little shadow character mm. um, who's part of the shadow clan is like a clan of like thieves and uh, not thieves necessarily, but like um, um, clandestine, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? <laughs> spies, spies. There we go. I mean, clandestine spies. They kind of go together. Clandestine, clandestine spies. Is that an oxymoron? <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> They're really good spies, you guys. Um, but yeah, uh, but we find out in that first episode, we hear that um, in a you know a cool way of just like a snapshot of his backstory that that his whole clan was was murdered by an opposing you know kingdom you're talking about what's his name kaku or something uh, kage kage which i assume means shadow i meant to look it up earlier but mm, could be i just I, assume I don't know because they're because in this okay so this i watched i'm up to episode four now but i really just want to highlight this second episode because i rate it that episode alone is a nine out of ten um i bawled my eyes out but the first half you get kage's backstory um but mm. the first episode ends with Boji and his younger brother kind of squaring off in the in the uh it's like a little courtyard of the castle and both of their trainers are there all these people are watching it's kind of this significant thing to see like how Boji you know this 
deaf, mute, short statured, you know, weak, you know, uh, first son of the uh, king will fare against his his much better uh, younger brother. And uh, but Kage is there. He kind of gets wrapped up in all this uh, through meeting Boji and kind of taking advantage of him. And he starts to become endeared to him. But then we get his backstory and we learn like I, I won't give it away, but it's like we learn why he cares so much and what his path was. Um, and it is very emotional and it struck a chord and then it segues back into the current time. Um, and it all culminates in this fun sequence, which basically Boji is like dodging all of his younger brother's moves. Um, but when he goes to hit him, he's just like really weak. (laughs) Like it just goes like, whap. Like it's like nothing at all. And so all the people watching are like, that are kind of against him or like he's disgracing, you know, the combat, you know, it's dishonorable. He should be, you know, he shouldn't just be dodging. Um, you know, he should take on his opponent. That's not how a King should behave. And so it culminates in this whole thing. And, uh, yeah, I don't need to go too deeply into it, but damn, this show is, is just, uh, it's just solid for everything. Um, very emotional, very exciting, but then also has those, those like soothing, sweet moments uh interspersed mm. and all kind of like um culminates together and it's like they handle like you know having a deaf mute lead character mm. a tricky thing to do live action otherwise and it's yeah. treated with such i don't know care but yeah. also like i don't know it's not it's not like ham-fisted or trying to get you to just be entirely sympathetic um but it's dealing dealing with those topics in a way that's like still really impactful and respectful to just everything. I don't know. It's good. Good, smart, uh, well-written show. All right. Well, I can confirm that while you were talking, I uh, looked it up and Kage does mean shadow. (laughs) Sweet. I was right. (laughs) I was right. Y'all shadow, Um, shadow or silhouette apparently, but you know, yeah. 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 Which that totally checks out. Just, just in it. Well, with his backstory too, you know, like, Somebody just call him Kage, and I think it just kind of became, you know, he's on the run and stuff. He's like two eyeballs on the ground that have like, he has like a pincer sort of thing that sticks up from what I've seen. Yeah, so that's why I didn't didn't fully grasp it in the first episode, but now I understand more. Like he has this like kind of blob, flat kind of shadow blob with eyes, but then he can create these, like these appendages can come out of him. So the one that looks like a pincher is actually just his mouth. Like he eats through that and he talks and that's how Boji can read lips. And so that's what he's reading lips from that. And then he can also procure like two little arms, um, out of his, uh, out of his little blob. Yeah. I was going to put him in the, uh, the thumbnail for this week, but I, I wasn't sure how to, there's no ground in the background of our, you know, Oh, that's true. I that's, wasn't that's sure. A I wasn't sure where I could put him. So it's a tricky one. So he does not appear. But your 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 second favorite, I guess, character. Yes. What's her name? Um, Hajira or Hajiri? I forget exactly. But yeah, I I didn't touch upon that. I was gushing about that second episode so much. But mm. in the third and fourth ones, we get a lot of things happen. I don't want to spoil it because it's it's already like highly entertaining like a lot has happened um and i just we, i don't have time to break it all down but i just <laughs> wanted to convey like how much it has touched me emotionally and how invested i am into it mm. and i'm very excited about it but uh but yeah she is the the younger brother's mom 
Oh, she's okay. the second wife of the king and not Boji's mom. And oh, okay. so it's interesting. At first, you think in the first episode, you see her and she's like kind of a bitch, you know, <laughs> like mm. towards towards Boji. And so you, you kind of write her off as one note, but then you get her backstory and you just I don't it, it like totally works, but like makes you empathetic towards her and you understand where she's coming from. But she still cares about him and they have a connection. And there's this whole thing where before she gave birth to her actual son, like she really wanted to form a bond with Boji and like made that happen. And mm. uh, I don't know, it's just very sweet. And it's, I love its commitment, even though it looks very comical, like storybook. I know you thought it was like maybe just for kids or like a kid show. Like there's bloodshed, <laughs> there's bloodshed in it. People have died. Um, it's not like, it's not maybe for kids necessarily. Yeah. It was a little too kidsy comic looking yeah. to me. But and I under yeah, and I I could see that from the trailer, and like it had like color palette wise, and like just the way the characters are designed, like it's it looks style, very yeah. storybook kind of whimsical, and it is. But then it also has like, they're not afraid to like show blood it or has to depth to it as well. Yeah, huh. good characters. Um, yeah, I'm, and it, it has it's uh, slated for twenty five episodes already, and I'm like mm. so excited. I can't. I'm like I'm four in, and I'm like. <laughs> Where the heck is this thing going to go? Because it's already um, taking me for a ride. Hmm. Well, I might have to check that out then, I guess. Sounds sounds good. Sounds like there's a good story there, despite my issues with the art design, animation, mm. whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I mean, we watch like 30 trailers and it's like, you know, you got to. Yeah. We're trying not to watch everything. And so, yeah, I totally get it of being like, yeah, it looks like a kid's show. Um, but it's definitely unsuspecting. Uh, mm. So I, I stand by it, recommend it. Anyone listening, uh, it's good, good shit. I feel like it's one of those shows that might get passed over because of those reasons. Or yeah, yeah. It's not doesn't look like the flashy kind yeah, of. Just it looks like I don't know. What does it remind me of? That that art style it reminds me of some other kids show. I don't even know exactly what it is, but eh, anyway. Ranking of Kings. Worth checking out, says George. I think so. I think, I think it's going to be a contender for the season. All right. Well, that covers the two shows that we're going to cover this week. Uh, yeah. And then we've got a movie that we watched that we're going to talk about. And uh, more shows from uh, this season, the fall season of 2021, uh, will be coming next week. Possibly another movie. We're not sure what we're doing next week, to be if honest. there's a with show you. we're not covering, get in the comments. All right. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I want to hear, you know, let me know. I may not watch it, but I want to know what I it mean, is. You've, you've, you've heard my passive aggressive rants for the last two weeks. You don't need to hear them again. Yes. Comments. Please. Yeah. yeah. I'm just throwing it out there. It doesn't have, doesn't have to have a thread attached to it. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's just how I work, I guess. Yeah. I hear you. Um, but um, yeah, we got, we got the movie. And that movie is called. Gyo, gyoko no Nikuko-chan, or in English, George. Fortune favors Lady Nikuko. Yes. Um, I believe it was previous lo- previously known as Nikuko to Kikuko, or something like that, maybe Kikuko to Nikuko. Mm. Um, that's the title I remember seeing, which is Nikuko and Kikuko, the names of the two main characters in the yeah. show. Um yeah, so we uh, obtained 
obtained access to this uh, movie thanks to the Animation is Film Festival, which we unfortunately could not attend. But uh, but thank you very much. They were very kind in, uh, in in sending us these links where we could watch them online. Um, password protected. So, you know, you guys probably don't have that same luck, I guess. Um, I guess. <laughs> I mean, last I checked, you weren't as privileged as unless you're unless you're part of your... the media like we are or <laughs> pretend to be, which is probably pretty easy to do, to be honest. But we need to, yeah, try to go to more to more festivals. Yeah, let's go to one in Japan next year. What can we start like local? Let's go to one in Japan this year. Continental. <laughs> Uh, Sabaton already passed, so... Oh, did it? The September, huh? Yeah. 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 Well, um, there's more. I mean... There are. There's always a festival somewhere. Well, yeah. Anime Expo is a big one. Yeah. Also the Crunchyroll Expo. What is that? That's like April, though, right? I think... I think it's in summer. I think it's like June or something. okay. I thought it was early I mean, COVID threw things off, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, like, everything's fucked with COVID right now. But anyway... Da, 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 da. We we got animation. A animation is, is film. We got a screener. This it, is our our first. It said screener. animation is film on the screen the entire time yep. that we watched. Twenty twenty one. Um. Yeah, but uh, it was you know negligible, easy to ignore. I actually didn't like it for on this one reason, mm. not that it was distracting or anything like on itself, but it just kept reminding me how we didn't weren't able to go. <laughs> oh, we I could see. have gone. <laughs> Um, like we would have, you know, we've been able to go. Um, if we could have gone, we would have gone, but we couldn't have gone. I know. I and mean, it's my fault we couldn't go. Uh, so. I mean, there's reasons. There's reasons, and they fall on yeah. me. But, uh, well, you know. Despite that constant reminder throughout this entire <laughs> movie of that festival we missed. I don't, where I don't, I don't, Hosoda was present at. <laughs> he was, in fact, and we could have interviewed him. And it was in Hollywood. I told all my coworkers that I yeah. made sure to mention Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> And they were like, yeah, I don't care. I need to sit at my house and jerk off to gay porn. Or, wow. Or what kind they of probably por- think that's what, what I kind do of porn since I have watch? an anime podcast. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> but um, <laughs> nice save from where you were taking us. I'm, I'm busy that weekend. I have to shave my pubes. Is that what they said? Um, almost every single one of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And I was like, you think they could, we could just do it right now. Yeah. Why don't we do that? (laughs) Let's just shave your pubes right now and be done with it. And, uh, well, no, no, that's like two weeks away. I'll have to shave them again. Right. It's like a line from wet, hot American summer. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) It's like, all right, I'm gonna go shave my pubes and whatever. I forget. Hump the fridge or whatever it was. Anyway, I sorry. remember the hump the fridge thing. Yeah, I, I'm I conflating two said, different ones. I don't know if he said shave my pubes, but he might have. I don't but know. he would always say like in passing, yeah. like I'm gonna go fondle my sweaters. <laughs> that, yeah. that was yeah, one. that was one. I think yeah. He'd be like what? Oh, I'm going to have some fondue with cheddar. Yes, that sounds <laughs> delicious actually. <laughs> but uh, anyway, only be improved by fondling sweaters, <laughs> right? I. I in some circles, you may actually 
be feel more um uh guilty about fondue with cheddar than you would fondling sweaters you know i mean that's probably true yeah i mean vegan communities would certainly frown upon that's true yeah well depending on what the sweater's made out of it's if it's if it's like a wool sweater mm. i don't know probably equally as evil you well know? i also feel like fondue is a sort of a associated with a privileged status oh i see you yeah. know anyone can fondle their sweaters <laughs> yeah i suppose yeah <laughs> Well, anyway, um, much uh, like you might fondle a sweater. Um, <laughs> You're going to leave that in? <laughs> we're going to uh, unravel this uh, tale of coming of age and yeah. family. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I, I've been looking forward to this one for a while, like, since I heard about it. Um, it seemed like a, a sort of mother daughter. Uh, based story which it was um and yeah definitely had like very slice of life sort of vibes to it um yeah which it certainly had in watching it as well gorgeous background art too mm. which is often with the ashi k and stuff like that is often like a hallmark and and it's sort of an interesting mixture like the foreground art like the characters like some of them are sort of natural anime looking yeah style yeah and some of them are very comic well nikuko in particular yeah. Yeah. is very comic style looking yes. uh character which I, and i feel like that not only describes her you know appearance but also her personality you know yeah, like she it's it's kind of and our our main lead which is her daughter mm -hmm. um is very simple and plain and, and that's kind of indicative of who she is you know she's She's an awkward teenager who doesn't know what she just trying to wants fit in, in life. Yeah. Just trying to fit in in this world, you know? And being embarrassed by her crazy mom, which I right. related to a lot of things <laughs> in this movie with that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know how to approach this or discuss this movie, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was just thinking of, like, talking about things we liked or, like, feelings or, I don't know. Instead of, like, yeah. you know... It sort of it sort of comes and goes throughout the movie. Like you start off like with these sort of warm vibes towards them, their relationship together. Yeah, and then we get into uh, Kikuko's uh, story with her uh, classmates, and like there's sort of a thing involving that as well, yeah. which sort of brings us out of like that central relationship. But she still falls back on Nikuko to I don't know. Yeah. Like it's it's always it's it's like this rubber band effect between the two of them the entire movie like they're just sort of rubber banding until they eventually just sort of come back together solidly at the end I guess right yeah and it, it had this cool um, intro too which kind of reminded me of like you know something that might be like nominated for an, a best picture Oscar but like it had that whole intro of of Kikiko the main our main awkward teenage girl um narrating and she's introducing us to her mother you know and so it mm -hmm. kind of frames it as about her mother right because we we get kind of her like broad strokes back broad strokes backstory mm -hmm. that's a that's a tongue twister <laughs> um and uh broad strokes backstory broad strokes back yeah that is <laughs> i'm so glad you tried it yon that's what i'm saying amen up in hey, peace um but yes we get introduced to nikiko who is this loudmouth 
brazen, large uh, woman who is just in love with life, very simply. Like she doesn't. There's not much depth to her. A lot of a lot of her story is all these like failed relationships she's she's had, where the whatever guy she was dating like had some sort of. You yeah, know, that's a lot of the backstory. Some sort of surface charm, but then just ended up being like a dick bag and like like would extort her, you know, financially. Basically, or they all just robbed her for money. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. deceiving and and some of them having separate families the whole time, and she's just you know happy go lucky. You know, she she doesn't uh, does not phase her, and she's she's sort of a beacon in this movie, and she's contrasted mm-hmm. by uh, by her daughter who we're introduced to, who's our main character, who uh, is, you know, very awkward and plain and doesn't look like her at all and, you know, is dealing with her own, you know, very very much like, there was moments of this with her where like, like she's being confronted in the girls' bathroom by all yeah. these girls and there's yeah. like this whole like political playground thing going on and I'm just like, like it was very, it felt really real, but I was just like, oh my God, I feel like I don't even, I shouldn't even be hearing this. Like, <laughs> this isn't for me. Um, it is, I mean, it is sort of a trope. Girl girl bullies. I mean, it's a trope in Japanese um, yeah. anime, especially. Anyway. And here but, too. I mean, you got Mean Girls and you got I guess Jawbreaker and, you know, Heathers and yeah. et cetera. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Maybe it's not more of a trope there. I don't know. I just, it just reminds me of that baby metal song. Izume Dame Zetai? Ah, uh, yes. It's on the first album. <laughs> it is. And it's about bullying. No more bullying forever. Oh, yeah, that's right. I yeah. forgot. <laughs> forgot what that was about. Um, anyway, I guess, yeah, it's a serious problem in Japan, um, especially for girls. Yeah. It seems. Well, I think and, in uh, general, like, uh, like girls are more go to meaner lengths. Oh, maybe. I think. Where it's uh, not just like, I'm going to beat you up. It's like, I'm going to ruin your life. Like mm. your social life, um, it seems to be. I mean, and that's what this this like you know that girl. Yeah. So I mean, I guess we can get into a little bit of that. Like our main girl, in the beginning, has like a friend who she's close with, and they walk home together, and they're kind of they talk and they're tight, and she she dresses very feminine and and you know makeup and all that, and is getting the attention of boys and and our main girl. What's her name again? I already forgot. Kikuko. Okay, because I think. She calls it a Kikudin. Kikudin. Kikudin, yeah. which is it's, like, it's a, like a affectionate. It's like Jonathan versus Johnny sort of oh, thing. Oh, okay. Or, so yeah. it's like a, like a yeah, yeah. Um, nickname yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Rin on the end is, is like a nickname sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Kikuko, that's it. Kikuko. She, uh, yeah, she's, I, I honestly, like the narration, like I said, which it has this very, I was kind of touching on that, but the intro is like very like fast cuts and like it's very... Oh yeah, the it engages you right away. The intro is really quick. Yeah, yeah, but it's like it's like um, attention grabber, and it works. Where it's like you know this is you know thrusting you into this world. But yeah, I heard I heard the narration. I was like, that sounds like a girl, like a girl character. But when oh, I saw right. her, I thought like, oh, it looks like a boy. She does have very short hair. Yeah, very short hair, and like doesn't like do the makeup and stuff, and flat chested, and yeah, and like wears doesn't wear girly clothes, wears very right. plain clothes. Yeah. Um, but I realized right after that, like, oh no, that, that is a girl. Uh, and she is very pretty too. I just, in the first scene, I think you actually see her after the intro. It's like not a head on shot, you know, it's like from the side profile. Mm. Um, um, but I think I had, I had spoilers, um, because I knew it was like a mother daughter story. Mm. 
Oh yeah, and you, then, you know what you're and getting into. Nikuko and Tiku uh, and Kikuko, whose names I knew from the original title, were yeah. mother and daughter. So yeah, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have that distraction. But okay, uh, yeah, and it was very brief for me. I was just like, oh okay, like it didn't. Uh, yeah, they made it apparent pretty early on if you were unsure about it. But mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it was good. And then so that she has this friend who's more girly. So it's, there's a lot of contrast there, like her and her mother and then her and her friend. Um, but the um, things kind of escalate at school because there's this girl who I don't remember her name, but she's really popular. And like this, you know, her friend her is trying either. to take her down, essentially, well, or, so like, or the, cause some rift, you know, in the in the dynamics. Yeah. So we've got Kikuko. We've got Maria. Maria is the friend. Who is her friend. The girly kind of, yeah. The, the girly feminine one, right? And I forget the other girl's name, but yes. Because we never They're see spotted. her, or if we do, it's not really, like, they don't draw attention to it. Because they talked about her multiple times, yeah. and I was, I remembered the name. I was like, oh, yeah, and, and she is popular and they were playing uh, a game. I don't know if it's basketball or what, but they were picking teams and people were getting left out who were not, or not as popular. You know, there was this whole, and so Maria was trying to take all that down, but she was doing it selfishly because she wanted to be the, you know, the popular one. Um, right. And so there's this, that's, that's who confronts her in the bathroom and all that. And then there's this whole dissolution. So it definitely ties into all that, you know, childhood growing up stuff. And, yeah, yeah, and how and how Kikiko navigates through that, and it is sweet. And there's a there's a boy that she likes, and mm-hmm. um, it, it reminded me words bubble he's, up like soda pop. He's an odd fellow. The boy that she likes is an odd fellow. Oh yeah, he's strange. Yeah, <laughs> a little autistic maybe. I don't know. She's a little odd too, which is you know how it all works out in the end, I guess. But yeah, they form a they form a connection there. It's very yeah. sweet. Yeah, and uh, he likes to make silly faces, which the animation of that. It was great. It was just great because usually like super deformed. Well, not that it was super deformed, but like, like that extreme of animation mm. bothers me because it's unrealistic. Yeah. But this had a mix of like, I mean, we've got Nikuko the whole time who is completely unrealistically drawn. Like she's a cartoon yeah. character. Yeah. Right. But then the rest of the characters are pretty realistically drawn, at least for anime. Right. Mm. Um, so so yeah, it didn't bother me that like when he, a realistically drawn character, made these faces which were like literally impossible for someone to actually make that face, right? Yeah. Um yeah, it didn't bother me as 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 much as it, it usually does. Um yeah. Uh I don't know what you were gonna say, but uh I no, derailed but you, it. You you saying that I mean I, I I agree with that too because it just felt so like natural thematically and what it was doing but then you brought up uh nikako which is interesting her mom yeah because she lives out loud and and she's so rambunctious and just you know yada yada Mm. and you see that like literally her character like you were just saying is like bursting at the seams almost like there's so much energy she's just she's just like exploding um but for i forget his name but the boy you know the the love interest sort of if you want to call him that um he is more subdued most of the time but he has to let it let that that kind of thing out he has to burst at the seams a little bit yeah he hides it most of the time he's just he lets it out and she sees it and he knows that she sees it we find out later yeah and uh 
and yeah, and he doesn't mind that she sees him yeah, he doing feels... those faces, and he just continues to do it, uh, especially when she's looking. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's like he feels comfortable around her. I don't know why, but it's it makes for a sweet. Moment. He just he just recognizes her as a a kindred soul. I think. Yeah, he does yeah. say that. Like she's like, "You're weird," and he's like, "Well, you are too." Yep, <laughs> and it's like. That's sweet. And I guess it's kind of that, that their relationship that reminded me of words bubble up like soda pop a little bit where it's, it's this coming of age thing and it's these two characters and, and there's definitely a love connection there, but mm. they're, it's, they're still kids. And so you, it's not consummated or anything, you know, but it's right. It's, still, it's not it's expected still, to be. It's still a romantic connection. Yeah. Of sorts and it's very sweet life, right? and, yeah. and just heartwarming. Like it's just yeah. nice. Um, it done well too, I think is in both cases. But, uh, but yeah. And then, oh, there's another thing I wanted to mention with the uh, talking animals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Because inexplicably, through it, like a th- you're a third the way through the film, and like this lizard. <laughs> I don't think it was that far, but I thought, I, oh, yeah, earlier? I think, I think um, it was earlier, yeah. Earlier? It could be, yeah. Um, but I, I think it's the two of them, the, the mom and the daughter, Kikadu and Nikadu. Am I saying it wrong now? You're saying it wrong. Right. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. Nikuko. Oh, Nikuko and Kikuko. Kikuko. Yes. Yeah. 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 Anyway, they're uh, they're at a bus stop waiting um, for the bus, and this little gecko walks by on a sign, and you hear it say. It says something specific. I'm trying to. It's late. It's late. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always like commenting on the situation. Yeah, what's happening? And I was just like, "What?" And then and then the mom. Don't worry, things will get better. Yeah, something like something like that, right? And then as the you know, as an audience member, I was like, "Oh, what? <laughs> was that just like a little joke?" And then the mom, Nikoko, yeah, uh, says, uh, "Did you say? Did something? you say something?" <laughs> and no, she's like, it wasn't "No, wasn't me." <laughs> no. And then the the gecko speaks again, and yeah, it's in a very deep manly voice, so we know that it's neither of them. Yeah, but but then it turns out later. I mean, it, it happens because I was like, is that ever going to be revisited? And and thankfully it was several times. And then it's explained later, but that that was uh, Kikuko kind of just that's her being silly. Like that's the thing mm. she does is she you know um, narrates what. <laughs> what these little critters are saying if a bird wa- a bird flies by it was something like mm-hmm. exu or something i forget what it was the the boy is the one who points this out for yes. for us the yeah, yeah. Audience, anyway yeah what yeah. you're saying because they they i assume they were Niku- kindred spirits right 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 i yeah. assume nikuko knows about this because she's been around kikuko her whole life so oh, i'm sure i'm yeah, sure yeah it so seemed when, like a whole when she was saying did you say something she knew yeah but you know it was like yeah. a whole bit yeah, yeah between bit. them yeah 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 which is nice when you can have there's those so little... many there's so many bits between oh yeah so many characters you know that like and, and especially between kikuko and nikuko oh yeah <laughs> that was like a big thing at the beginning i was like oh okay so this is all just puns on like japanese language like the first five minutes but they of were... the film is all just Japanese language but, puns. But they were done really well because sometimes those puns are like in context and like you have to know Japanese. Right. You know, but these ones were fun because it was like breaking down like, oh, this plus this means this. Like, right. Um, I'm trying to remember like. They, they, they explain it to a certain extent and it doesn't make sense in English, but like, mm. yeah. This I think some of, I think some of them, it, th- there's something there. I don't know. Oh, yeah. There was one with with the sun. It was like star plus like 
um, want. No, it was no, like no, because Star Hoshi is something like bir- a birth. That's what it was. Oh it was yeah, Star and birth, and uh, or no, maybe it was Sun and birth meant Star. Something I think that's what it was. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah it's like that one. I was like, oh yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can see that. The birth of a sun would be like a star. Got it. <laughs> I don't remember what the Japanese words were, but but it had yeah, that yeah. element where like you could think about it instead of being like, well, you know, I don't get it. Like if it's in context, you know, pun. I'm trying to think of what the. So I mean I I think that that one in particular is more of a kanji joke but yeah I don't I, remember I, I imagine so right I don't remember what the kanji for star is but but maybe it's the combination of uh, the birth and sun mm. kanji in some way I don't know That's what I remember not mm. that I know anything about No no you're 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 absolutely right cuz I remember that as well oh, okay but uh on to something Tony's got the phone out, so yeah, I'm looking it up on uh, a, a be here while be here a while, folks. Star planet, is it okay? Let me sorry, let me just let me look at this kanji. Well, while we're waiting, I can. Talk oh, it about... is holy cow! Well, I'm showing it to you as if you know what that means. Oh yes, but... <laughs> I was right. George is right, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, it is like literally the kanji for star is the kanji for sun above the kanji for birth or life or whatever. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. And wow. That, and to me, that makes sense. Checks out. It, it does, I suppose, yeah. But I was In a poetic ex- way. I was excited to find out that that was, in fact, the case. And I, what is that, even though I what totally is that, that word for star? Star Hoshi. Oh, it, Hoshi. Oh, okay. pronounced completely differently from the combination of the other words, but... Mm. Um, but the kanji for star yeah, is Hoshi. Kanji's weird. <laughs> um, I mean, that's one reading. Do you want to know all the readings? No, I just wanted you to say yes and move on. Hey, wait, wait. Yes with a star next to it. <laughs> Let's just go with Hoshi. Yeah. Hoshi is star. Okay. Yep. Not Hoshi, but Hoshi. Hoshi. Yeah. Because yeah. I said want at some point, and that's Hoshi, which is, you know, I was just wrong. That's all. Okay. Yeah, you were wrong, and I was. And who was right? The movie. <laughs> but I remembered what the movie said. True. Okay. All right. Anyway, um, we uh, we don't have a lot of time left. But what what did you you got anything uh, you wanted to add about this? Um, not really. It was just like it, it took its time, but it was like a sort of heartwarming family stuff with the coming of age stuff sort of as the main, so the coming of age story was like the main um, understory. I don't know what you'd call it. It was the, it was the carrier for yeah this overstory. And this overstory was like the family right yeah. thing, which is stuff all that very sweet stuff that we're not spoiling. Um, because I think, I mean, for me anyway, I think that it's like, if you're, if you're going to watch it, it's worth, you know, not knowing what's coming, I think, because it's very, it's very sweet. It's not, you know, overly dramatic, but it's, uh, I did tear up near, you know, around the emotional climaxes. Yeah. It's certainly, it's certainly not overly dramatic. It's not, it's not really a tearjerker, but like it has that heartfelt nature to it that, yeah you know, it gives you a little. It gives you a little feels. Yeah. 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 It's, it's very good. Really well animated. Like my, Oh yeah. My 
biggest worry going into it was the the comical art style of uh, Nikuko, right? Mm. Like, eh, I don't really like that sort of art style most of the time. Um, like, it, it's very much like ha, ha, what's her name? Hazai-san. Uh, it's a popular Japanese thing. I don't remember her name. Um, is that her name? That's gonna bother me now. Um, I think I got it right though. But that 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 comical uh, art style. Um, I think if it was all in that style, would have ruined the movie. And I think if it was all in you know just regular anime art style, might have also not packed the same or held the same impact that it that it does the way that it's done. Oh yeah, with uh, Nikuko being uh, sort of a comically drawn character and, mm. and I don't totally know. on purpose. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There, even there down is. to that emotional reveal that you know we were hinting at, like it it fits, you know, within that like that choice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. I would uh, I I wanted to watch it from the from the time that I heard about this movie the mm. first time. You watch a trailer or something? I think I just read about it. I think oh, I okay. just read like a I saw a poster and maybe read a basic synopsis or something like that. Mm. It was like a mother daughter story, which is maybe not evident in the first part of the movie, but it becomes more evident. No, no, I think it is. Yeah. I think Um, through and through. Yeah. It's very sweet. It's a very sweet family story. And, uh, if you like, um, emotional dramas with a good kick of comedy. Yeah. Which who doesn't, right? <laughs> and and I was gonna say that too, like no joke on the comedy. Like it is funny. Like there are several like laugh out loud moments. <laughs> like in yeah, yeah. This... it's not just like a lighthearted drama. It's yeah. like it's it's it is mostly comedy. Like yeah. the, the substrate is all yeah. comedy. But with, it's worked in there so well. With like the emotional drama just sort of mm. dolloped on top, you know. I think I'd describe it differently, but uh how would you fair. describe it? I think the emotional drama is actually the base. You think that's the substrate? And I think the comedy okay. is, is the top. Dolloped on top. Yeah. Ah, see, I see it the opposite of that. Okay. Interesting. But yeah, so two different takes, you know. Um, yeah. Take that as you will. I so suppose. pretty, pretty, I guess pretty equal parts of both is probably the answer yeah. then. Yeah. Because yeah. to me, I think, the, I think the foundation is the emotional stuff. But the comedy is so good that it's rich and it's it's like it's worked in really well to me if we're going with this food analogy (laughs) but the drama's not the drama's not heavy or anything like that right it's It's, true it's it's pretty light and that's why i'm saying that it's like sort of the the icing on top you know you've got this sort of basic comedic premise substrate although i mean you're right like the the major the heart of the story the central plot Mm. is is the drama yeah and that's what holds it all together see i would argue even that i mean Nikako is clearly like you know a comedic character, but yeah. like she's not the main character, even though we may be led to believe that from the intro, you mm-hmm. know, when it sets everything up. But you know, because Kikako is right, and she's not that way, like she's you know, you know, unsure of herself and you know, nervous and you know, not really living out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, so I, I love that contrast, I guess, but because because not a lot of the comedy doesn't come from her. Um, although there are some moments like she's not just like she, there is something to her. Like she's not just like, you know, plain white piece of paper, but, uh, yeah, but I, I don't, don't know. know. 
Um, it's it's an interesting uh, argument, but it's definitely funny and it's definitely uh, heartwarming and well written, um, well drawn, yeah. good payoffs and yeah. likable characters. Um, yeah, there's something else I was gonna say, but I forget. Penis. I had a dream about you um, while you were gone. I said penis, and you said you had a dream about me. That's weird, man. <laughs> well, I already wanted to make that segue, so maybe you were, you know, putting that penis energy out there. No, no, because it sounds like you're basically saying that you had a dream about my penis. Basically, you said penis, and then you want to make me feel like I'm gay. No, I said penis, and then you said, oh, yeah, I had a dream about you while you were gone. But I checked the tape. I was already, that thought was already pouring out of my That's mouth. true, but. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I also dream about my penis, so go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Who doesn't? Um, this, the dream wasn't about a penis, but it was about one piece. Oh. No, it's so stupid, but it was kind of a vivid dream, which like fucked me up. <laughs> but I had a dream that because you, you've you've watched the first 13 episodes or whatever of yes, One Piece and, and you're like, oh, it's not as 13. bad as I thought it'd be, which yeah, is a high bad. praise from Tony. It's not bad. It's not bad. I, had to, I Maybe I threw that on there as like, you know, self-defense mechanism. But no, I had a dream that like you came back and you were like, oh, my God, I I, I don't remember exactly, but like you had some experience or something happened that like made you, you know, get on the One Piece train, and like you came back just being like very excited about One Piece, and uh, it was such a it was such a it was such a blissful dream for me, and I woke up just feeling light, and uh, and then I was like, oh, that didn't really happen. Wow. So in your dream, I <laughs> was out of town. In reality, I was out of town. Yeah, yeah. But then in your dream, I came back and was like. I had some metaphysical experience that led me to watch more One Piece. Yeah, I don't. I I think it was more like you met someone who like just really like convinced you of like, oh shit, I need, what, I should it, be, I need to be watching this. Was his name Luffy? <laughs> yeah, Luffy himself. <laughs> I just, I just, just happened to meet visited Luffy. You. <laughs> Luffy was in Vegas at a pirate convention. Yeah, where else would he be? <laughs> it's, it's you know it all makes sense. It's crazy they can't catch these pirates when they're blatantly going to conventions. I know, right? <laughs> Having conventions in Vegas. He's got a booth, people. <laughs> um, anyway, um, that's really all there was to the dream. But it, it, I felt it deeply. I don't mean to make light of it, uh, and it meant a lot to me that you uh, spoke so highly of One Piece in my dream. Okay, um, but not in real life. Well, no, like you said, it's a, it's it. It's said, not bad. It's not bad, yeah. Which is <laughs> knowing you is 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 high praise. Oh um, yeah. No, most things are bad. Yeah. 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 So anyone listening might be like, he said it's not bad. But, uh, I don't know. No, that's a good thing. Oh yeah, no, greater than fifty percent <laughs> of things are bad. Yeah, this is this yeah, is for uh, sure. Yeah, even even if just by a hair, it's uh yeah, yeah. it means a lot. Um but in my dream you were very ecstatic. Mm. You were over the moon, actually, and it got me excited. Mm. And I, I don't often see you that way, so it was maybe it's strange. Maybe I need to watch more of it. I don't know. Maybe I, I was, don't know. I was ecstatic like, about One Piece. I don't. I mean, as ecstatic as I don't, you. I don't can see be. that happening. But <laughs> you were just, you were just into it. You were into it, and you were like One Piece. Mm. Hey George, I watched more One Piece. And it's like you were saying you were right. No, no, I'm saying while I was in Vegas, I watched more One Piece, <laughs> and it's. It's 
pretty good. Your voice went up. <laughs> I'm lying. I did. <laughs> lying that it was pretty. Oh, good. No, no, no. I was, no, I, no. I was trying. I was trying to think of the next step up from not bad, and that's pretty oh, good. Okay, I okay. guess. Yeah. Which sort of mean the same thing, but yeah. like there's there's a there's a there's a level of differentiation there for me. I think between not bad and pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. 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 And sometimes you know time and reflection. Yeah, no, I mean it's still on my list of things to watch. To be honest with you, it's just like yeah. I don't, I don't know when I'm going to get back to it's it. It's a tall you know? ass order, it's so a, it's it's, it's a not, lot. It's a lot. I don't think my dream was intended to guilt you or anything, but um, I just it just made me happy. That's why I wanted to share. Mm. Um, whether or not you actually get on that train, because uh, I refused to for years, and now mm. look at me, mom. But you're getting on that dirty pear train, right? Yeah, I would like to watch some Dirty Pair. I've yet to do yeah. that. It's there. You just got to watch it. Should have got in on that uh, Kickstarter. Mm, Should have got in on that watching Dirty Pair, like, what, two years before you were born? Oh, yes, because you watched <laughs> it when it came out. Well, no. But, <laughs> but probably about the time that you were born, I was watching it. Maybe. Yeah. Two years later? Eh, it was probably actually later. Yeah, because I feel like it wasn't until the 90s where, like, anime was... like, 80, 88, 89, I okay. think, that I was pos- did, possibly watching it, I think. Did you have, like, I don't know, like, tape trading? Um, no, so was there, was a the, there, was a, there was a video store in my town, you know, like a, a Blockbuster-type thing or whatever, but not Blockbuster, some independently-owned thing. Um, and someone that either owned it or worked there was a fan of anime. And there was always fresh anime coming in, basically. So I would go to this video store, and there was this fresh anime that probably wasn't available in like ninety percent of the United States uh, in their video okay, stores. Nice. But like in this, so this guy small went town that to... I lived in. I mean, it was a small town, so um, nice. yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Someone, someone there was into it. And brought in the latest things. I mean, it was, it was a college town. Basically, the college was fifty percent of the population of the town, right? So it was a big market, I suppose. Um, I don't know. It's funny because I also grew up in a small town, and I also was able to procure anime from a uh, you know locally owned video store. Hmm. But it was nearly a decade later. Oh, I see. Um, so I imagine <laughs> it, you know it was already a little more established at that point. Uh, at least some of the mainstays, but that's really cool because I think late eighties, I think is like that's that's like OG early adopter anime time in America, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because it's no, like I... Akira came out like around then, and Ghost in the Shell and stuff like that, which were big here. Um, but I don't think it was like till the nineties. Looking early looking 90s. back on it, I see how bizarre it was, but at the time. I, d- I didn't recognize that there was anything special. Yeah. Um, about it's just like, oh, it's something the at the video store. The fact that I had store. access to all of these things, right? Just, I uh, thought it was cool. like every video store had this, but uh, nice. yeah, looking back on it, I realized like it was a pretty special thing. Well, maybe we'll have to just do like a Dirty Pair episode. Yeah, I don't know if we can get a full episode out of that. <laughs> as much as I love it. Oh, well, we can still mention it. Like much, we mentioned this movie. How much story is there, right? <laughs> We talked about two shows in a movie. Yeah. It could be two shows in Dirty Pair. Seems a little light still. <laughs> All right. We'll see. I was just trying to like 
No, I love Dirty Pair. It's just like the story is like it it's an episodic thing, right? Like yeah. that's that's how things were sort yeah. of done back then, right? I keep saying right. I'm sure I'm sure there's stuff to talk about. I mean, okay, so we could watch all of the anime plus the movies plus maybe Dirty Pair Flash. I think we got to keep it simple. Yeah, Unless this is like a long like, project. I don't know. Watch what you want. We'll talk about it when we, you know, whatever. Whenever you feel like watch talking something. about it. I think if I've, I've watched, I've watched all of it at least twice. I think you showed point, me maybe so. like a Dirty Pair episode, but like OG, maybe. but Dirty maybe. Pair Flash, I think I do remember. Oh yeah. Um, from back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Dirty yeah. Pair Flash. Or for back in my I, day. I think, yeah. I mean, that was the, the mid, early to mid nineties, I guess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it, it caught on a little bit more in America than the original Dirty Pair did, mm. I think. Is that the, it might not be, is that the one with the, um, the boob counter, the boob bouncing? No. Okay. Cause there was a show around that time. No, where... I remember you saying this before and I said no. Oh, okay. And then you figured that... out what show it was and yeah. I don't remember what show it was, but it's not Dirty Pair. It's not Pear. that, but it definitely came out around the same time as Dirty Pair Flash. And it's probably just cause of the Flash that I, <laughs> that I think of. Maybe I you you I I remember you figuring out at some point in time like what show it was. I don't remember what it was though. Yeah, but uh, well, you but know what to do, listener. Definitely not Dirty Pair or Dirty Pair Flash or right. any of the movies or the OVAs or anything having to do with Dirty Pair in any way. Well, but there are, but there are boobs. Oh uh, well, yeah. there's there's not a counter. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> said the counter was just whatever show. I need to figure out figure it out. Not naked boobs. They're 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 covered boobs. Well, yeah, and in this other show, they're not naked either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a jiggle counter, I think, is what it is. I, it's really, I remember it's this. Gross. I, I, it's honestly, gross. I remember you bringing this up before, and we figured out what it was. And I think I actually watched a couple episodes of whatever show it was that you figured out it was, but I I don't remember now. I'm glad it wasn't Dirty Pair Flash. It was at least it was at least like it's not a good thing. Ten years ago that you brought this to my attention. No, <laughs> we didn't know each other ten years ago. Um, I mean, probably like six or seven. Maybe. Possibly. It was like the first thing you ever said to me. Oh, is that the one with the jiggle counter? No. Well, yeah, because you were like, oh, you like anime? Do you like Dirty Pair? And I was like... Is that the one with the jiggle counter? And well, Dirty Pair no. Flash. I think that would have that yeah. been like... It's, oh. it's definitely not. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> speaking of Flash, um, this episode has been a flash in the pan, but uh, unfortunately, like all good things, it must cease to exist so tony take us out it sounds like george is trying to push me to do the outro yeah we we got a new thing we hit the time on the timer we're actually 10 mm. minutes past the dang time yeah don't hey you're not the one that has to edit this or listen to push it push me because i'm close to the edge i'm ch- okay i don't know uh i'm like anime u-m-l-i-k-e-a-n-i-m-e uh, Facebook, Instagram, etc., etc., etc. We want to hear from you so that I won't be as angry as I was in the last two episodes. Done. Love you guys. Stay safe. Watch anime. Also, Patreon. Give us money. Or love. Or both.